I'm a big fan of typography and letters, and it turns out that they have something important to teach us about the life of faith. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you, as always. So today, um, I want to talk again about one of, I'm going to call it one of the quirks that makes me me, and that is my love for typography. If you look at the related Instagram account uh, for Reflections on Faith, which is uh, creatively called Reflections on Faith, um, my summary says something like, uh, Pastor Tim Westermeyer, husband, father, and pastor of St. Philip Deacon, and aficionado of books, typography, and watches, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so uh, that's kind of a helpful distillation, but it is true, I really, I do love typography. Uh, I can't explain it. It's one of the weird things that makes me who I am. I've talked in other episodes, as I recall, about other kinds of interests of mine, uh, watches certainly, uh, letterpress printing. I don't know if we've talked about golf. That's another interest of mine. Um, so I have, a, I have here one old book in my library to me called The Elements of Typographic Style. Um, which I happen to think is a really beautiful book about typography. But the reason I've got it on my mind this week is I just purchased uh, another really big, large book. Um, it's not brand new. I think it was published in 2015. Um, it's called The Eternal Letter, Two Millennia of the Classical Roman Capital. And what it's talking about there is the 1900th anniversary of a column in Rome called Trajan's Column, which very famously is the best example of um, classical Roman capital letters. And, and those letters have been used through typography or, or through the centuries in typography to continue to uh, develop typefaces. So what's my point related to faith here? Um, my point is, I'm not asking you to be interested in typography. Again, it's one of the things that makes me who I am. And I, I have to say, I am kind of geeking out over this incredibly beautiful book. But the thing that strikes me as I'm reading this <clears throat> is that all of us every day read, I presume, whether it's uh, directional signs or signs in a grocery store or when you're driving or books or on your computer, and words themselves are a kind of miracle, I would say, but I'm not sure we consider or pay attention or think about the fact that the letters that make up words have been designed by actual real human beings who have in some cases given their lives to making those letters beautiful. So the letters are in a way invisible to us. And it strikes me that in the life of faith, there are all kinds of things that happen every day common everyday occurrences that are incredible gifts of God that we sort of, because we see them so frequently or experiencing, experience them so frequently, become invisible to us. And the simple point I want to make today is let's not take those incredible gifts for granted. Let's uh, pay attention to them and remember the giver who gives them to us. And to make that point and to conclude what I think are gonna be some brief reflections today, I wanna to direct our attention again to someone else I've talked about here named Frederick Beekner. I may have used this quote uh, before, but in a 
different way, he's making the same point that I'm making about paying attention, being aware of the incredible mystery that surrounds us, that is embedded in God's love. So here's what he writes. He says, listen to your life. All moments are key moments. I discovered, he says, that if you really keep your eye peeled to it and your ears open, if you really pay attention to it, even such a limited and limiting life as the one I was living opened up onto extraordinary vistas. Taking your children to school and kissing your wife goodbye, eating lunch with a friend, trying to do a decent day's work, hearing the rain patter against the window. There is no event so commonplace, he writes, but that God is present within it, always hiddenly, always leaving you room to recognize him or to not recognize him, but all the more fascinatingly because, um, because of that, all the more compellingly and hauntingly. And then he says this, and this is sort of a summary of his whole life as a writer and preacher. If I were called upon to state in a few words the essence of everything I was trying to say, both as a novelist and as a preacher, it would be something like this. Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery that it is, in the boredom and pain of it no less than in the excitement and gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to the holy and hidden heart of it, because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments, and life itself is grace. Today, my friends, I pray that you will pay attention to the grace that surrounds you. And until next time, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.